welcome to Coming Clean, the podcast dedicated to common sense environmental dialogue, environmental optimism, and real environmental solutions. This show is proudly powered by Orsted. Welcome back to the Coming Clean podcast. This is a show where we uh, communicate the importance of market ideals and innovation and local action around environmental challenges. And there's no better embodiment of that than our local branches at ACC. Uh, We have over 100 branches across the country, and I am joined this week by branch leaders of one of them, uh, probably our biggest branch, one of our biggest branch. I, I'm sort of losing track these days, but it's massive. Uh, and they have some interesting stats around uh, their membership numbers. Um, but I'm joined by Danny Frint and Brendan Fowler of ACC at the Ohio State University. And I've, I've remembered to add the the because I've gotten in trouble before. Gentlemen, how are y'all? Doing great. I yeah. say the the. The V is very important to us. You know, that's our, our valuable tuition money. But doing pretty good. Beautiful day here in Ohio. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it is. It's the ACC and the Ohio State. There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, declaratory sort of prefixes there. So good stuff. Um, well, we always like to start by getting to know the people that we have on the show. And I've, I've known y'all for a while now. Um, and and just the energy that y'all bring to your branch and this movement. But I want to learn uh, about each of you individually, and then I want to talk about the branch and how it got started and all that good stuff. Um, so, Brendan, I, I'm going to go to you first, because I remember uh, when Brian Martinez, our, our, our former Midwest region director, now our Eastern region director, when we were at uh, OSU for a... a uh, uh, it was it was a fair for um, I forget exactly what it was it, it, like the climate yeah the sustainability fair that's what it was I remember uh, we were in this room with all of these organizations that had tables and booths and we saw an organization that you were involved with the Carbon Capture Club and I remember telling Brian I have never seen a Carbon Capture Club on a campus. But that's so cool that they have that here. And it just shows that this is a great campus for what we're doing. And of course, you came over and introduced yourself. And that was the beginning of, uh, I think, a really great um, a really great relationship, a really great branch. But tell us your story and, and how you got interested in sustainability and carbon capture and the environment and, and all that sort of stuff. So I, I, my story does go back quite a bit. Um, I was 17 in San Francisco of all areas, and I was talking with my mentor at the time about, um, uh, or I guess it would have been my boss, uh, about how, or we, we had an hour-long car ride, so we talked about a lot of interesting things, and they were talking about how you could turn CO2 into uh, products, and there was a competition going on. So that... I. You know, my competitive nature hiked me into that pretty, pretty uh, quickly. I, I literally have a notebook from that area of time, completely full of different ideas that I was thinking of. Um, and I never had thought of myself in a, as an environmentalist. I was going to be a doctor. That's what my plan was. And I was going to major at chemistry uh, in chemistry and I was planning on going to stand. Um, now, things obviously are, are very different. Um, I the pandemic had a lot of play into that. but. I always had kept my interest into carbon capture and eventually that overtook to what my big interest is, you know, creating 
you know, profitable products out of CO2. And that led me um, in 2021 to meet the people from Carbon Capture Club, which was in the involved with the XPRIZE competition. Um, also around that time, I had just met Danny. Um, I, had, I had just moved into our dorm room and uh, I was kind of getting more involved on campus. Um, but throughout that time, I, I had uh, the, the club wasn't very large, so I had taken on um, the marketing aspect of that. And around that time is also when I adopted my accounting major because I have switched fully off from being a doctor. Um, and, you know, as, as it happens, you mentioned the sustainability fair. I came up to your guys' table um, and I said hello to you. But honestly, I say it, it was very, very coincidental because I talked with Brian about what the clubs were about and we were literally working on creating market solutions to um, climate change which is something you guys push huge here at um, at uh, ACC and uh, I got invited to the first summit and from then I, I kind of fell in love just I kind of got got wowed um, into to you know running all this stuff and, and working with you guys um, but from that on I I, I pursued my my interest of carbon capture while also, you know, working around the city and networking myself. Um, but that's, that's, I feel like kind of like my story and I never had thought, you know, initially thought of myself as an environmentalist, but now ACC has like led me to be a huge tree hugger, you know? That's awesome. And, 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 and Danny, your story, were, were you an environmentalist coming into this? Have you grown into it similar to Brendan, but you know, what's your background and, and how did this interest come about? I uh, definitely started off as one in high school. That was kind of one of my dreams. I wanted to go into some sort of like conservation or something like that for uh, for my degree. And then I got swapped and I changed to business just because that's what my brothers are doing. That's like, I was just following their footsteps. And I was sticking with that. I wasn't doing much with anything sort of environment related in college. And then I met Brendan and him and one of our roommates were in CCC together. And right as I was about to start dabbling in that, I uh, swapped over. Brennan and I tried to start up the ACC branch, and then kind of the rest was history. That's when I got back into it. So give people context for how large of a branch we're talking about. Uh, and I, I think, Brendan, you had some, uh, some stats uh, in particular about just how many OSU students are ACC members. Um, sure. I, I can start with the stats. Um, me and Danny, uh, we always are tabling. It's, it's a almost once a week occurrence. Um, if you look at the size of our branch at OSU, we've become one of the largest sustainability or I think it's the largest sustainability organization on campus out of 32 other organizations. But on top of that, uh, I believe it's one and it's probably, you know, a smaller, you know, number than this now, but one in 66 people at OSU, one in 66 students at OSU are, are an ACC member. So if you're in a 300-person lecture, there are likely five ACC members in there with you. Um, it's just something that we're kind of proud at. It, you know, it, makes, it makes us laugh because we've, we've worked pretty hard to, to get there. That's awesome. So also talk about the makeup of that, of that membership. I mean, I, I assume you've got people in all sorts of majors, all sorts of interests from more politically minded to more, you know, conservation uh, minded. Um, tell us about your, your membership. I, I definitely would say that we do really got good job catering to everybody. 
it's probably one of our strongest suits, um, you know, and changing the narrative. We've definitely, um, we have people on our, our uh, executive board that are English majors. So we probably have one person from almost every major as a member, but very actively involved people. We've tried to, you know, our, our uh, mantra is make the English major involved in sustainability. So uh, it, it did come naming after someone, but um, we try to involve everyone and show them why, uh, you know, they can be involved in environmentalism no matter who they are, you know, and it can match up with your beliefs and not the other way around. One of the things that um, it is always challenging to communicate is what our movement looks like on the ground in action. And our branches give a, a good uh, preview of what's possible. And I, I know you all have done a variety of events. But I'm just kind of curious as to, as you've been running this branch now for a while, um, what you've seen as the big benefit of getting a group of people together, like-minded people together, uh, to learn more about these things, to act on these things, uh, and, and sort of what that local impact has been, um, both on your community, but also for, for you and your members as individuals. I think I'll yield the first part to Danny and I'll follow up. For sure. So part of the impact that it has on us and the members is that part of us is that we're a social sustainability club. So we're very social. We try to just bring people together for fun stuff like hikes and tailgates and just any sort of fun event that we know that we can bring people together and still try to be sustainable in one shape, way, in one way shape, or form. But then for the community, we also try to do stuff like like picking up around the Olentangy River, picking up trash like just around campus. We're going to be doing a, a, a trash pickup pretty soon a competition between all the other ACC branches. And so we just try to do stuff like that where you're either potting plants, picking up trash, just anything like sustainable that we can bring to the community. I feel like that adds up to um, like, you know, as people, as we plan these events, um, it, it feels like, you know, if you're doing something small, it might not matter. But all if you do something consistently small and repetitive, it really does add up like are it's unheard of to get these sponsorships from our university they don't like handing out money and now they're sponsoring us for our, our point of view on um climate change and and all all of that so it, it's it's really i feel like that's been at least an eye-opening to me but in the community it's you see people uh, like start to to like actually consider what you're you're saying um, and I, I feel like, like for me, the, at least the way I realize that is when we get recognition or, or, you know, we start getting taken seriously, um, or we start planning events that we used to be participate in. Like, for example, we're pl working on planning the event that we met you guys at now because we've taken that role. Um, so I, I feel, I feel like it's, it's getting a seat at the table, uh, is where our, our local impact has led as well as having the opportunities to do stuff. We're working on recycling policy here in Columbus, Ohio. Now, it's not directly legislative as, as it's not something that's voted on, but uh, we're, we're working on enacting a, pro and a program that, you know, impacts both the city and our uh, campus. So it, it's just, you know, I feel like having the opportunity to be involved with that stuff is, is something that's, that really has opened my eyes to the local impact of, of our, our events. And I, I think the, the lesson to extract from that is when you are doing um, 
substantive things for your community, you are taken more seriously and you get that seat at the table. Uh, we were talking on the last episode, which was our, our climate rants about like the people who are through and thank you, thank you to your branch for not going out and throwing soup at anything. But like the, the reason why those people don't have real influence is because they're not benefiting their community in any way. They're not benefiting their movement in any way. Um, and what I love about our branches is that they do step up and they do the action. Um, I do want to talk about, because it's a good segue into what's going on this year, being led by, um, by, by your branch and some other branches in Ohio. Um, talk about the fact that you've taken over that sustainability week and, uh, and have become sort of the lead organizer there. And, and, and what has that looked like over the past couple of years? So... As as we've come on campus, another like dream effect we had, you know, we we would always talk when when we were younger or like, you know, when, when we first, you know, bright eyed and, you know, bushy hair uh, into the um, into the movement. We would talk about things that we wanted to, to do. And um, the the at our school, it's called Time for Change Week. Um, luckily, our advisor, who we love very much, it has, is a, an, advi like an advisor of that. And we are working with our university on making it time for change month, hopefully, or some sort of earth month. Um, but it really has taken the, those events, uh, you know, the past events to make that happen, like our Earth Day and stuff like that, to get taken more seriously. But that this year to us looks like uh, we're doing three staple events, almost four. We're doing a mental health, essentially a touch grass day um, where we go outside and we essentially just enjoy what's outside. We're also doing a sustainable fashion show um, where we do second uh, or round clothing. So uh, second uh, market clothing that we make outfits out where we get, you know, secondhand dealers of clothes or uh to help sponsor uh outfits that would we would see just to promote um buying secondhand and thrifting um as opposed to fast fashion which I know Danielle has done a lot of work on um but it it's it's just hosting those large scale events and and putting our our entire heart and soul in them that has kind of been our bread and butter um, as, as Danny was talking about the, the bigger things we've done. Uh, and, uh, I, I, I think that's continued to lead us back. I, I know as, um, you were talking earlier, it, it said, or you were saying how these people, the people who throw soup at things don't really add much to their community. And it's kind of just been, you know, you have to give to get. And I think that that's something that our branch gets. We give a lot. Yeah. And so now, uh, to preview what's, what's happening this year, um, so Earth Day is Monday, April 22nd, so it's coming up, and um, you and some other uh, branch leaders in the Midwest have had the idea of, of sort of making a competition out of it for the, the Sunday before. Um, tell us about that idea and, and sort of preview for people what they can see coming from ACC here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I'll let I'll let Danny tell the the story of conception uh, for that one uh, involves a couple other ACC branches. Yeah. Um, so our competition is we have one of our biggest helpers. His name is also Danny. He came from Purdue last year and he did a little cleaning up competition and he he was up against IU, correct? Right. 
And this year he transferred over to OSU, which we're very grateful for. He's done lots of help already with handing out flowers, flyers, just tabling and anything else that we can grab him for. Uh, but he wants to continue that competition again. And his idea was to compete against IU again and then also Purdue. And then we grew up the idea to just compete against all ACC branches for one massive cleanup and see who can compete or who can uh, win the competition about who can bring in the most trash bags and pick up the most trash around their campus or around their city. We're just going to be having each different ACC branch gather up as many trash bags and we're just going to be counting the bags, making sure everybody's full, taking a picture and then competing in one big thing. And ideally... I'm going to be handing out a trophy at the end, and hopefully we can beat Michigan for the first time because we've been losing to them quite a bit this year. Uh, but it'll be a fun competition. We lost to Michigan too much. Well, a, a noble cause, and uh, that's going to happen the Sunday before Earth Day. So Sunday, uh, April 21st, uh, people can can stay tuned uh, on ACC social media for details around that. There will be a sign-up for branches and for individuals. So if people want to get in bowl, um, but guys, I, I've just been so amazed by the progress that y'all have made in the branch and, and the local impact, which we've already talked about. Um, and uh, so I, I, I want to thank y'all for that. Uh, I also want to inspire people who maybe are listening, um, who have thought about wanting to take some sort of local leadership. And if y'all could just share, you know, the challenges that y'all faced and the the advice that you have for people who um, whether they want to do a little thing or, or big things in their community, um, you know, what you've experienced and then what you would ad advise them as they try to do more. The first thing I'll say is it's whatever you can put your mind to is absolutely possible. And I know that's cliche, but um, there's been a lot of things that even in the Columbus community um, that I'd want to see changed, but it, it, it's been, it's you know, indirectly you're working towards changing and even if you're working in some mass, you know, massive way, because uh, while, while I'm directly not involved in politics as my major is biochemistry, um, I and I love carbon capture, uh, the, you know, the ACC movement has helped me realize I love this. And um, I think that the advice I'd have to people, um, you know, is, is number one is planning is key. Uh, write out every detail of everything you can think of. If you have questions about how, ask yourself the question and answer it. I found, I found that very helpful in planning because the planning and organization is how you plan the larger events or the, the more social events. The second thing I, I would, um, I would you know, give advice I'd give to people is you know, don't be afraid to give. Uh, a lot of people are afraid to, you know, give to their community or, or just they don't feel like they have enough to give. But I also think that you absolutely have enough to give time, you know, effort, work, and it will give back to you. It may be it may not be, you know, immediate, but um, that is, is probably. But I, I feel like the biggest thing I have to say is whatever you put your mind to is possible. And if you plan it out, it can absolutely happen. Uh, and also market. That's that's probably the, the the third thing. But that kind of explains itself. I love it. Yeah, I was going to add on to that. My thing was going to be definitely reach out to others. That's a very big thing. You'll be surprised who says yes. Marketing is super important. 
We've got like partnerships with just other school clubs that'll just help us do some simple things like picking up trash or even just like bigger organizations like Goodwill where we just get to uh, meet up with them to sell any sort of like thrifting clothes on campus, but just reaching out to others to help them with any sort of event is so helpful all the time. Strength in numbers is like very important. You can definitely do stuff like in small organizations, groups of three and four over the span of just a couple hours can pick up like so much trash along just even a half a mile length of like the Olentangy River or something like that, wherever you guys decide to go. But definitely reaching out to others in marketing is is huge. Yeah, deal. And I, I recommend I recommend people check out uh, the uh, the branches pages as well because there's always cool stuff happening over there. Um, well, Danny, Brennan, thank you so much for coming on the uh, the podcast. Uh, exciting to have our, our first ACC members join the show uh, and uh, and just so happens to be the branch leaders of one of our strongest branches. So I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much. Thank you for having us. Have a good one. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you again to Brendan and Danny for coming on the show and thank you for listening to the show. Um, as always, you can find us on social media at ACC underscore national. I also want to invite you to check out our new website, new and improved, acc.eco. That is where you can find uh, a list of our branches, a list of upcoming events, and more information about the Clean Up America competition that the guys talked about on this episode. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, leave us uh, a really positive review so we could hear how much you like it. Until next time, take care. And before we jump, the Coming Clean podcast is grateful to be powered by Orsted, a wonderful company strengthening America's energy security with reliable and domestic clean energy. Through its integrated renewable energy solutions, Orsted is creating American jobs, investing in American communities, and driving American innovation, all while preserving our country's natural habitats. A clean energy future truly connects us all, and Orsted is helping lead the charge. To learn more, visit us.orsted.com.